Well, all around Australia, it's going to be a very hot weekend, and I'm tipping that plenty of barbecues are going to get fired up. And there is nothing better on a barbecue, I reckon, than a good sausage. Now, here's the question. Are you a thick sausage or are you a thin sausage? That's question number one. And when you're cooking sausages on the barbie, are you a pricker or a non-pricker? My dad was a huge pricker. But I stop it, Strato. I'm talking about pronging your sausages. Should you prick or not to prick? From Tender Gourmet Butchery, our regular uh, butcher, Australia's most award-winning butcher, uh, David Stratton is joining us. Strato, good morning to you. Happy Friday. Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? Are you a pricker or a non-pricker? Oh, definitely a non-pricker. Yeah, yeah. When I was growing up, my dad was teaching me to cook sausages. He said you must give them a big prick, but now people are saying don't prick them because it, the, the flavours and the juices come out. So take us through it. Oh, most definitely. Like if you do prick them nowadays, like with all the flavours, like the basils and all these different herbs and cheeses and that, you're just going to lose it instantly. So back in the days, they used to put a little bit more fat in them there and you had to kind of give it a little bit of a prick, but nowadays... Yeah, butchers are very conscious of how good they make their sausages and uh, you'll lose all the flavours out of it when you do it that way. Okay, so don't prick them. Leave them the way they are. Now, are you a thick sausage man or a thin sausage man? Oh, mate, I love a good thick snag. Me too. I think there's nothing better than a good thick snag. It's nice and juicy and, uh, yeah, definitely a thick snag. Anything wrong with a thin one? Thin ones are good. Like, you know, if you're, you know, time restricted or you've got kids and, mm. and you know, you want to put them on quick, but like the thin ones are great. But uh, thick ones are definitely good. Just cook them a little bit slower. Put the temperature on medium temperature. Don't go too high. And, uh, yeah, just turn them a few times. Don't prick them 100%. And, uh, yeah, thick ones are nice and juicy. They're great. Okay. Now, there are gourmet butchers everywhere around Australia that, can, that do fancy sausages. It's not just um, beef, lamb, or pork anymore. There's all sorts of fancy stuff in there. Do you have a favourite recipe? Do you have a favourite sausage? Oh, look, look, we do a few real good ones, mate. I do a sang choy bao one, believe it or not, with water, chestnuts, and oyster sauce. No and way. And, yeah, we do, and we make it all from scratch. You know, like um, we do a, a pork truffle and provolone, which I won the world's best pork snag with. That's fantastic. And uh, Mexican nachos, like basically like a Mexican nachos with uh, – kidney beans and cheese and guacamole and sour cream. So, you know, uh, we're very adventurous nowadays, butchers. So. You, you don't find this at Bunnings? No, you definitely don't. <laughs> you don't find this at Bunnings. By the way, have you ever noticed at Bunnings with the sausage sizzle, they've got sausages, they usually cut them in half, yeah. um, and they're on a square piece of bread. What's wrong with the tube, with a roll? The sausage is long and round. The, the bread is square. I'm tipping it's because it's easier to stack loaves of bread than rolls. But anyway, just just my bitch. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat a bunning sausage, though, with a bit of onions on it. Oh, my kids love it. We go to Bunnings and knock over a couple of them ourselves. Oh, without it's a doubt. Good. Without a doubt. Um, we're talking Friday meat with Adam Stratton Strato from Tender Gourmet Butchery. We're talking sausages today. What's the clue? And we're talking about, about a barbecue here to cooking the sausage properly. Now, with the thick sausages, some people parboil them. Is that wrong? No, it's pretty good. Like the parboil is is good when you're doing a large amount of numbers. Like, you know, sometimes when I have a fair few people at my house, 
I even throw them in the oven with a bit of baking paper. If you're having a, a large quantity of people, like you're having 30 or 40 people, um, it's a good way of doing it. Um, Parboiling is another uh, good way of doing large numbers and it, and it keeps the flavours all in there. But, um, you know, if you're having small numbers on the barbie, just, just do it that way. On a low and, heat. And, yeah, on a low heat and do it like that. But uh, don't forget the oven. Baking paper, it comes up really good. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely doing sausages tomorrow. I've got some family coming around because it's going to be a very hot day. And that's what we're doing. We are doing sausages. Now, what's good buying this week? Last week, the response we got to your blade steak or your oyster steak was unbelievable. And I think many people now will be buying that if they're going to do a stroganoff or or something like that. What's good value this week? Oh, look, Porterhouse is really good value, which is, it's, it's got two names, like Strip Loin, New York Cut. It seems to be really good value at the moment. Like we're, we're running a special next week and um, it's, it's very affordable at the moment. So um, definitely look at that. And it's a nice muscle. It's like the, um, the boneless T-bone basically. That's so it. All your listeners would uh, love a nice steak like that. But, uh, yeah, go to your butcher, ask them if they've got some nice strip loin or porterhouse, and uh, they'll get a good deal there. There it is. That's one of my favourite cuts of meat. Yes, uh, that's why I love a T-bone. I've said this. You get the porterhouse or the New York. That's the big part of the T-bone. And on the other side, you get the eye fillet. So you get so you get two steaks in one on it with a T-bone, don't you? Yeah, yeah, oh, mate, that's a good way of doing it. We used to go halves with my missus, and she used to have the mm. eye fillet part of it, and I'd have the, um, yeah. the strip loin part of it. So it's, it's a good way of doing it like that too. But, I, but I love the fatty tail, and some butchers don't serve your T-bones. But you know lamb, you know those loin chops, lamb loin chops? That, yep. That's a lamb T-bone, uh, uh, right? I love it with the curly fatty tail. Oh, that's where all the flavour is. Hello? Yeah, that's a, that's a good part of it, you know. Like, um, yeah, we definitely leave tails on uh, our T-bones and our and our lamb loin chops. It's a really nice flavoursome part of it. You got to do that. Um, look, it's good to talk to you, Strato. Thank you for that. And some uh, some weekend barbecuing tips. What's going to be a very very hot weekend, and I think it's going to be the weekend of sausages. Strato, tender gourmet butchery. Thank you for that, buddy. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much, Luke.